Optimism was sky high for the Chicago Bears heading into the 2007 offseason. Despite the team coming off a disappointing loss in Super Bowl 41 to the Indianapolis Colts, there was an expectation that Chicago would be able to once again be a heavy hitter in the NFC with a few tweaks to the roster. The Bears were hoping to find some instant contributors for the 2007 season in the NFL draft that spring, just as they had a year before with solid selections such as Daniel Manning, Devin Hester, and Mark Anderson. Chicago then made a strong selection in the first round before making one of the most head-scratching selections in recent memory. I am your host, Matt Yurick, and in this episode of Bears Blunders, we're looking back at the team's questionable 2007 NFL Draft and how Chicago managed to turn Central Michigan defensive end Dan Bazine into a punchline. The Bears were viewed by many national pundits as a team capable of returning to the Super Bowl in 2007 despite their loss against the Colts. It made sense that Chicago would at least be a contender given the talent it had on the defensive side of the ball. Future Hall of Famer Brian Urlacher was at the height of his career, outside linebacker Lance Briggs was coming off his second straight Pro Bowl appearance en route to being named to seven in a row, Charles Tillman was solidifying himself as one of the game's best cornerbacks, and Pro Bowl defensive lineman Tommy Harris was returning to the team following an injury that forced him to miss a handful of games in 2006, including Super Bowl XLI. The defensive side of the ball appeared to be in a good position, whereas the offensive side of the ball had some major question marks. Rex Grossman had a share of good Rex and bad Rex moments during the 2006 season, but there was still a lingering hope that he could become more consistent during the 2007 campaign. The running game was set to be anchored by former first-round pick Cedric Benson following the departure of Thomas Jones, and the wideout room was once again anchored by veteran Musa Muhammad and speedster Bernard Berry. By virtue of ending the 2006 season as the runner-up to the Colts, the Bears were slated to select 31st overall that spring in the draft. LSU quarterback Jamarcus Russell went number one to the Oakland Raiders before numerous future Pro Bowlers went off the board, including Hall of Fame wideout Kelvin Johnson, future Hall of Famers and tackle Joe Thomas and running back Adrian Peterson, as well as future All-Pros such as Patrick Willis, Marshawn Lynch, and Darrell Rivas. When it was Chicago's turn to make a selection at 31st overall, the Bears selected Miami tight end Greg Olson. The future Pro Bowler was covered extensively in a previous episode of Bears Blunders, and I suggest going back and giving that one a listen as we went over his far too early departure from the Bears organization. After making a strong selection in Olsen in the first round, the Bears then sat with a 37th overall pick in the second round following their trade of Thomas Jones to the New York Jets earlier that offseason. Just like Olsen, we also covered Jones' departure from the organization in an earlier episode of Bears Blunders, and I highly recommend giving that one a listen. With the Bears sitting with the 37th overall pick, they traded that selection to the San Diego Chargers for the 62nd overall pick in the second round, 93rd overall pick in the third round, and the 167th selection in the sixth round. 
the Bears also received San Diego's third round pick in the 2008 draft. The Chargers then proceeded to use the 37th overall pick on future All-Pro safety Eric Weddle. As most Bears fans know, the safety position was long viewed as an albatross for the organization and Weddle would have been a perfect fit in Chicago. More future Pro Bowlers such as wideout Sidney Rice, defensive end Lamar Woodley, and center Ryan Cahill went off the board before Chicago made its pick at number 61 overall. Despite boasting a defensive end group that featured Ottawa Agunlia, Alex Brown, Israel Donage, and Mark Anderson, the Bears went on to select Central Michigan defensive end Dan Bazine in the second round. Bazine's selection came as a bit of surprise for some. He had impressive numbers at the collegiate level, including 33.5 sacks and 63.5 tackles for loss, but there were a lot of questions regarding the level of competition he was facing in the Mid-American Conference during that time. Even Bazine was taken aback when he got the call on day two of the draft saying, quote, I knew the type of person I was mirrored what they wanted in a player, but I still was a little surprised. That's what Bazine told David Hall of the Chicago Tribune at the time. Bazine's addition meant the defensive line would be loaded with bodies, but then general manager Jerry Angelo welcomed the competition that Bazine's selection made, saying, quote, if it creates good competition, the best man wins, so to speak. We play a lot of defensive linemen on game day, so that will all sort itself out. The young defensive lineman quickly signed his rookie contract with the organization and promptly suffered a knee injury during rookie minicamp. He was eventually placed on injured reserve and he underwent surgery to be ready for the start of the 2008 season. Bazine's knee never made it back to 100% and he was released in late August of 2008. Bazine later told David Hall of the Chicago Tribune he was surprised the Bears released him before the start of his second season. Since he was still struggling with a knee issue, he felt the Bears could have done more to keep him around, telling Hawk, quote, The Bears felt they were out of options with me. I just don't think they took advantage of all those options. Chicago could have placed him on injured reserve once again and worked with him to try to get him back to 100%, but the Bears quickly cut their losses and opted to move on. Bazine never played a snap for Chicago after signing a four-year deal worth $2.8 million. After undergoing another knee surgery, Bazine was able to latch on with the Houston Texans in December of 2008, but never appeared in a regular season game for that team or with any other team. According to a LinkedIn account, Bazine is now the president of Blue Chip Endeavors in Michigan. But Bazine was not the only head-scratching selection by the Bears in the 2007 NFL Draft. Just one round later, the team appeared to make a decision based on local pride over team needs. After moving on from Thomas Jones in the offseason, the Bears had a need for more depth at the running back position. Cedric Benson was set to be the number one back, with veteran Adrian Peterson backing him up. When the third round came around for Chicago, Northern Illinois standout Garrett Wolf got the call. On paper, the Holy Cross standout had incredible collegiate numbers. He racked up 5,164 rushing yards with 52 rushing touchdowns, along with 58 receptions for 588 yards with 5 receiving touchdowns. He capped off this final season by being named a third-team All-American. After his selection, Wolf compared his game to former Tampa Bay Buccaneers back Warwick Dunn. I would say 
my style of running is more comparative to a guy like Warwick Dunn. Uh, he's we're very similar in stature, obviously, but you know, he played bigger than he was, and he was very uh, elusive. And at times, he needed when he was physical. I mean, he was physical when he needed to be. So I feel like I'm the same player. I feel like I can do the same things that he was able to do, and you know, maybe do a couple things here and there better. Wolf went on to appear in 13 games for the Bears during his rookie campaign, but gained just 85 yards on 31 carries. He was relegated primarily to special teams duty throughout his run with the team and ended his Bears career with just 282 rushing yards on 72 carries with one touchdown in four seasons. The Bears did not re-sign him following the 2010 campaign and Wolf never returned to the NFL. He then followed up his NFL career with brief stints with the Omaha Nighthawks of the United Football League and the Montreal Alouettes of the Canadian Football League. Even though Wolf failed to make a big impact on the offensive side of the ball, he was someone the team credited for his solid play in special teams, including former special teams coach Dave Tove, who said this back in 2010 about Wolf, quote, He gets down there first and he makes tackles in space and is smart enough to be the captain of our punt team. He's got really good football instincts. Wolf's inability to make a major impact at the NFL level is a little more complex than designs. While the Central Michigan Stars struggled with injuries, Wolf may have been the product of an organization unaware of how to maximize his potential. Wolf was listed at just 5'7", and not many teams were utilizing smaller, quicker backs like him at the time. There could be an argument made that Wolf's game was better suited for the current state of the NFL than it was back in the mid-2000s. After taking Wolf 93rd overall, Chicago followed that up with their next pick at number 94 overall. The Bears opted to bolster the linebacker position and selected Stanford defender Michael Okwo. Lance Briggs' future in Chicago was up in the air at that point, and Okwo was someone Jerry Angelo believed could be the future of the position if necessary, saying at the time in an article written by John Mullen of the Chicago Tribune, quote, I like Okwo. He's a very, very good player, and, in fact, he reminded me a little bit of Lance. Okwo did not become a regular starter until his senior year at Stanford, but the Bears were still high on his abilities, including former college scouting director Greg Gabriel, who praised the young linebackers' abilities after the draft, saying, quote, There are not a lot of guys who can play the system the way we want, and he's one of those guys. Much like Bazine, Okwo never played a down for the Bears. He went on injured reserve his rookie season with a shoulder injury and was cut on the same day as Bazine in August of 2008. He later landed with the Indianapolis Colts, but never played a down in the NFL. He was a favorite of head coach Lovey Smith coming out of college, but many suggested that Okwo struggled to learn even some of the simplest concepts at the NFL level. Chicago then went on to select offensive lineman Josh Beekman in the fourth round of the draft. He started 20 games in his career, including all 16 games in 2008. After his release by the organization in 2010, Beekman spent time with the Florida Tuskers of the UFL, as well as some time with the Indianapolis Colts and Jacksonville Jaguars before exiting the league in September of 2012. Beekman is currently the director of football initiatives at his alma mater, Boston College. 
Safety Kevin Payne was then selected in the fifth round for the Bears in 2007 and eventually started 22 games over the course of three seasons, including a promising 2008 campaign where he started all 16 games and recorded four interceptions. He made five starts in 2009 before he was eventually traded to the St. Louis Rams in 2010. He later joined the Carolina Panthers in 2011, but was out of the league by that September. The Bears then made a solid selection later in the fifth round with defensive back Corey Graham. A standout at New Hampshire, Graham had a solid five-year roam with Chicago between 2007 and 2011, including a Pro Bowl nod as a special teamer in 2011. He then parlayed that into strong performances with Baltimore Ravens, Buffalo Bills, and Philadelphia Eagles between 2012 and 2018. Prescott protected, throws high, and he's picked! Intercepted, Corey Graham with the return, out of bounds inside the five. During his time following his run with the Bears, Graham secured two Super Bowl victories, one with the Ravens and another with the Eagles in his final season. Chicago followed up the Graham selection with another defensive back who ended up having a long NFL career in Mississippi cornerback Tremaine McBride. After three seasons with the Bears in which he started 10 games, he went on to have stints with the Arizona Cardinals, Jacksonville Jaguars, and New York Giants before finishing his career after the 2015 season. The Bears capped off the 2007 NFL Draft by selecting Iowa State tackle Aaron Brandt in the seventh round. Injuries to Brandt's knees forced the Bears to cut him during training camp of his rookie season, and he never landed with another organization. The top and bottom of the NFL Draft in 2007 for the Bears was filled with solid selections in guys like Olsen, Graham, and McBride, but the middle selections, primarily Bazine's pick, proved how poorly the organization drafted at times during that era. Trading back in the second round kept the Bears from selecting someone like Weddle, who could have anchored the back half of the secondary for years to come, for a player like Bazine, who never stepped foot on the field during a regular season game. Bazine receives a lot of flack for his lack of performance, but Oko was another player who was brought in with high expectations for a third-round pick and failed to make the roster outside of his rookie season. Wolf was a stretch selection by the organization, and the Bears eventually failed to put him into positions to succeed on offense. The NFL Draft is always a crapshoot, but 2007 proved that sometimes trying to be the smartest guy in the room isn't always the best idea, and for that, the Bears deserve to be criticized. Once again, I am Matt Urich, and thank you for listening to this episode of Bears Blunders. If you like the podcast, you want to help us out in a free way, be sure to like us, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, be sure to send an email at bearsblunder at gmail.com, or you can find me on Twitter at Matt Yurick.
Baird's Blunders is written, produced, and hosted by me, Matt Yurick. You can also find me on Twitter, at Matt Yurick. All royalty-free music is available from Adobe Stock and Mixkit.co.